0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Geeky Dinks. This week, the strike continues. We've been keeping up on the news. Well, at least Michelle has. I've been keeping myself in the dark so that we can (laughs) talk about it and get, like new, reactions, I guess.
1: Yeah, genuine discussions. From
0: my end of it, so that as it's new for you, it's new for me. If you haven't been keeping up on it, so... What do we have?
1: Unfortunately, it's not good news. Oh, no. Yeah. So apparently discussions broke down on Wednesday. Basically, the AMPTP is the official group name for the executives. They basically were saying that they're asking too much and it's absolutely impossible. And it's going to I think they gave out a number like it would cost them 600 million dollars a year to do the pay raise they're asking for and they agreed that they weren't going to use ai without their consent and blah 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 blah. but sag after came back and said that they're using bully bullying techniques because it's not going to cost them that much they've exaggerated it like upwards of 60 percent basically what they've asked from what i've read is a two or three percent increase of revenue on streaming services only okay so they get their revenue from many different sources movies tv shows streaming etc etc they're only asking for that increase for streaming okay so that sounds reasonable sounds totally reasonable it's like yeah streaming is new so they're trying to adjust right and they're like oh it's gonna cost us so much it's like we're not asking you to increase. Everything by 2% just streaming. And then the whole protecting them from AI and not using AI without consent, what they're not saying is what's important. So they've agreed to not use their likeness with AI without their consent. What they're not saying is that they're forcing everyone to sign consent before getting on the job. I see. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we won't use it without consent. So they
0: want to put it in there that... It isn't forced consent either, probably.
1: Probably. But as terms of getting into whatever you're getting into at that point. Yeah. Or at least
0: make it that you're compensated for being scanned.
1: Yeah. They basically said the offer, you know, the AM, I think it was AMPTP, is basically saying, that the gap is too big. Like the sag after is asking way too much. And SAG's going, the offer you just handed us on Wednesday is worse than the offer you handed us before we started striking. Right. So they've gone down. They've, right. So they've,
0: they've increased the gap.
1: <laughs> right. They've increased. Exactly. I, what I think they're not thinking about is... They did apparently exactly the same task, tactic with the writers. They did the exact same thing, and SAG's going, "We saw this. Yeah. We we know the man behind the curtain. <laughs> why, don't we,
0: why don't we just skip to the end on this one? Exactly, save a, people a lot of heartache.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: make it seem like you're not as big of villains as you are. <laughs>
1: and it's only been they've only been discussing for two weeks." Wow. For just under two weeks, they've been discussing negotiations. So I looked into to see where the, um, the gaming group of this, uh, you know, where they were at. Learned a little bit more about that. So apparently there's like a whole subsection of SAG AFTRA for gaming and they've been out of contract since last year. Wow. They've been going month by month. So their contract officially ended i think it was september of last year and they had until september of this year to decide whether or not they could strike and obviously they agreed they said yeah absolutely so they could strike at any time and that may be in sag's back pocket like hey you need to help our actors because we're doing you a favor by not killing your gaming industry as well because it's the same companies it's disney it's warner brothers it's activision it's all of them you know it's the same people. What I meant to do was see how much these big CEOs are worth, what their net worth is, to kind of compare like they're asking for a 2% raise in in income because they want to have a livable wage. You know, they want to be protected from AI. They want a livable wage. Oh, gosh, that's just the worst thing to ask for. Right. When you've got people like, you know, I hate to say it because we were all happy when he came back, but Bob Iger. Oh, we were all yeah. happy when he came back. We was like, ah, Chepik was awful.
0: Well, yeah, he was the worst thing to happen to Disney.
1: Iger said some pretty awful things like, "Oh, yeah, these people just need to get back to work and be thankful they have jobs. It's like, right. you have money because they have jobs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not the other way around.
0: <laughs> yeah, the culture is definitely changing. Because I remember for a long time, the power was heavily in the hiring person's hands, uh, in the manager's hands. They would say, you need to be happy you have a job, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's plenty of people out there that don't. And it's true. There are plenty of people who don't have jobs out there who want them, but there's a rising number of people who don't have jobs, who want them, but can't find ones that are paying what they are actually worth right and that's going to take a change on the culture of a lot of workplaces that you move up the corporate ladder to a position where you're comfortable now you have to have entry level be comfortable right so that people will actually fill those positions because if not you're just going to have empty positions right no matter How many positions you open to have people fill, if they're not able to keep the job and have a life, Mm -hmm. they're not going to take the job. Right. People aren't so hard set on living extravagant lifestyles anymore. The younger generations, especially like uh, Z and Alpha, they're more of a minimalist society
1: I think that's um, by necessity, not by choice. Well, also, they're, they're
0: heavy, heavy travelers, too.
1: Right, because they know that life sucks, so it's, well, it's and, do what you can, and, you know. Yeah,
0: and the way things are going, we don't know how long we have to see these things. That's
1: true, too. That because is true.
0: people are destroying nature
1: All, yeah. every day.
0: Well, not even nature, but cities as well, because now wars are everywhere. Apparently. Right, but I
1: mean, like, even the, the Robin Hood tree got cut down. So, mm-hmm. you know, like you just don't know what's going to be around. So I don't blame them for traveling. Oh yeah. I don't yeah, I mean, at
0: all. I mean, that's what we'll be doing in the next few years too. So Yeah.
1: So get this. Back in 2019, Bob Iger's net worth was 690 million. His net worth, not his company, not his group of people, him alone. Right. 690 million. Now, of course, that dropped in 2020 to 350 that's wow. a that's a big, but everyone took a big hit in 2020. Yeah, Since 2020, it has been growing. 380, 400. In 2023, he's estimated at a net worth of 420 million. You want to know why he exaggerated at 60%? So that the number they're asking for is more than he's worth. Uh, Think about it. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Because if they said, well, all we're asking is hundred million extra a year. Well, your net worth alone is four hundred and twenty. We're not gonna take it all from Bob Iger. We're gonna take it from the That's company. True. You know, they gotta make it look like a big number. I wanna make sure I didn't miss anything from what happened, because again, this just happened Wednesday. Oh I, I'm I'm wrong. <laughs> oh. The AMPTP claims that SAG-AFTRA's offer would cost more than eight hundred million uh. per year. It would create an untenable economic burden. To where sag after countered, it's a bully tactic. They're misrepresenting the cost of actors' proposal, overstating the price by 60%. So, yeah, they're trying to be like, it's almost a billion dollars a year. Yeah, no. No. (laughs) No, sweetheart.
0: (laughs) Plus, with how much profit you guys bring in from
1: movies. Mm Mm-hmm. I think you can afford it. Well, yeah, because they're looking at it at a standpoint of where they're currently at. Like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be so much. It's like, well, it is now because you're not putting anything out because you keep stalling. And now we're heading towards big Oscar movie time. Mm -hmm. Those aren't going to come out. They can't. They can't make them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There
1: aren't that many movies being advertised for the rest of this year. I think that's gonna really hit them hard because that's when all those big movies come out. What are they gonna do for the Oscars? Like, are, well, we'll go through last year's again and those who didn't win. You know, well, I mean, like they they
0: have some from the beginning of the year. It'll probably be very heavy on the earlier releases of the year mm-hmm. because you... occasionally you do have some good ones early on, right? That sometimes get spoiled by the ones that wait to be fresh in the. Academy's mind right. that come out during this time of year but because of the strike we're not getting those so will it be the quote-unquote best picture of the year maybe not right but it'll be the best picture that got released <laughs> of the year <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly so yeah i i'm looking at it going these studios are really pushing their luck they haven't been able to make anything new since the beginning of the year They've been pushing out all of their old stuff because that's all they have. And they were pushing out so fast to make up for this hole they've dug. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, oh, we don't have as much left anymore. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. (laughs) Yeah, the
0: the big companies are running out of stuff. But that doesn't mean that we're entirely out of content. Right. Because there are these projects that have gotten special permissions from Mm -hmm. SAG-AFTRA to continue production because they are actually following the requests that SAG has put forward to the producers or the executives that, okay, yeah, these requests seem doable. Mm -hmm. Like we can follow these, like we can actually afford this. Right. And so they're like, okay, yeah, continue production.
1: Yeah, they've gotten permissions from SAG-AFTRA to use their unionized people to do these productions and they're like, okay, yeah, you've met these requirements, you get a special pass. And you got to wonder like if these smaller production companies are capable of doing that, why can't the big ones? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's it's really
0: the biggest sign that the bigger companies just want to make more money. That's where their priorities are. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to have the highest profits for the lowest cost.
1: Well, I understand they do probably have bigger teams. Obviously, they've got the special effects people, you know, they've got a lot more involvement and they're using higher tech stuff. But my thought is, is back in the day, movies didn't cost as much because there wasn't as many special effects. There was more practical effects. So yes, there was more people to hire to make those practical effects happen, but in the long run, I think it was still a little bit cheaper than all the special effects to make up things that you literally could have made something mm-hmm. to make this, you know, take a picture of a building, uh, a miniature exploding. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not that hard.
0: <laughs> I, I think it's been kind of a balancing act over the years as technology has risen. First, it was really expensive to do mm. computer animation and splice these images into a movie then it became a thing that there's enough software out there that almost anybody can produce some sort of computer animation with that it's almost become more expensive to do the practical effects to actually build the thing in real life because it's so cheap to go digital now that's the thing that really has to be protected as well just so that people still have their livelihoods But also that we're using our natural resources in the right way. Like, if we don't have to build these massive sets, that's probably for the best. Because most of the time you're using a lot of wood. You're cutting down a lot of trees. True. If you can make something in a sustainable, responsible way, more power to you. Right. But I'm kind of an environmentalist as well so (laughs) so i i want you to make the thing and have something for your actors actually to work on and look at that they're not just imagining the whole thing Mm -hmm. but i don't want you to clear cut a whole bunch of trees to do it
1: right yeah there's a delicate balance between the two but i feel like because it is i don't want to say it's easy to do special effects because obviously there's a lighting special effects there's Animation, there's like several layers, this parfait of special effects, (laughs) so to speak. But at the same time, we know from when Sonic first came out, what happened to that company and those people worked overtime when there was the backlash of how Ugly Sonic came about. And so they literally had to redo the whole film and change his look. That's not just change these eyes, change these teeth, change, you know, it, it was everything. Right. It was literally taking Sonic out and putting in a whole different one for the whole thing. Granted, it looks great now, but we've heard horror stories that these people worked seven days a week, 50, you know, plus hours in a couple of days. You know, they didn't get holidays. And then once it was all said and done, the company's like, thanks so much. It looks great. You're all fired. (laughs) Like, what?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, we've heard a ton of... Horror stories over the years from gaming companies, from animation companies mm-hmm. that crazily overwork their staff just because. It's not considered real work because you're just sitting behind a computer.
1: Right. When we all know the effects of sitting behind a computer is probably the worst. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Living a
0: highly sedentary lifestyle is not great. Your
1: eyeballs, your back, your hips.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And chugging energy drinks all day, I'm sure, (sighs) is killing your kidneys. So all these things are pretty much known Mm -hmm. as far as gaming and animation companies are concerned that their staff are probably not the healthiest people Mm -hmm. just because of their workload and circling back around to the strike and why these people need to be protected is like, we're trying to prevent those situations from happening again, you know, that people are able to afford a life apart from their work. Because for a lot of people, this is a job that they love to do, and they are passionate about it. And unfortunately, those who have used it for monetary gain, they want to exploit that. Right. So that it's like, oh, this is what you really want to do. Like, this is your life, right? So you don't really need one apart from it.
1: Right. Or, you know, the old adage of, you know, you've got to take the crappy jobs to work your way up and maybe this will be your big break and you'll get seen and you've got to always be available because you never know when that one moment is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like basically trying to say that working in this industry is like your magic Cinderella moment and you never know if you're going to meet the prince or if the clock is going to strike midnight. You're, you're in this delicate balance of... Yeah. Am I going to be the princess or am I going to turn back into a pumpkin and, you know, live out the rest of my boring life? So, yeah. And will you last long enough to, quote unquote, make it right? And then you see, you know, John Doe over here doing whatever they ask. And they're like, oh, well, we'll let you in because you've been really helpful to us. And it's like, I don't want to slave myself like that. Like, I don't want to like. Give my entire life away in hopes that someone notices or in hopes that I'm good enough. Right. You know you are. You know you're capable. You shouldn't have to give up everything in hopes that you're what someone's looking for or in the right place at the right time.
0: Right. I think we're leaving that realm of selling your soul for your work and enjoying your life and using your work to live your life. A much healthier work-life balance, I'm hoping, is on the way for all of us. It's also been floated that maybe we'll move into more of a set income sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Some countries do that. I don't know. America probably would never do that. Uh,
1: Yeah, no. Capitalism.
0: (laughs) Um, That all of us get like a weekly allowance thing. But that would definitely be the shot in the arm to the economy that everyone wouldn't have to save all of their money mm-hmm. for the big what ifs. Right. You know, like we could actually spend it on more luxury, well, quote unquote, luxury items that should... Groceries? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like just food <laughs> items that we actually enjoy, not just the right. things that we need. Right. You right. know, that. Other companies, because we're able to spend more money, are able to flourish. Mm -hmm. That's how the economy keeps going. The whole idea that the upper crust is going to give us some of theirs Mm -hmm. has not happened. It's been 40 years running now that Reaganomics has not worked. (laughs) This this whole trickle-down thing, it doesn't work.
1: Somebody's got a catch can somewhere. Yeah, I mean, like the...
0: (laughs) The idea that there were benevolent millionaires out there Mm -hmm. is maybe one in 10, maybe maybe one in a hundred. Like Bill Gates, I can think of like his foundation with Melinda. It's been a really good foundation, spent a lot of money. Saving a lot of people. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think we're starting to see more, too. Obviously, this whole strike has shown that some of the A-listers can be some of those people, too, where they're willing to help others get through this. But it always takes someone going through something to get that help instead of just, hey, I don't need $490 billion to myself let me share it, right? <laughs> you know, what do yeah, you even it, do with that much money? I, I think
0: it it has to be sort of a, just a, an ego contest between all of the m- most rich people. So that... what I
1: need is a needle so I can pop all of their hot <laughs> heads.
0: <laughs> like when Bezos and Musk, they were both going for space. You know, mm-hmm. I forget who actually made it first goes to show it doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> but for them it really mattered. Whoever got to go up in space first just by being super rich.
1: Yeah, and that's the that's the frustrating thing because they do those things as as like a contest when there are those of us down here that are like, "Hey, can we just afford to live? Can <laughs> can can we just do our jobs?" Like that's that's what that's all the 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 union is asking for is they want to do their jobs and be appropriately paid for and taken care of to save their livelihoods from being used by AI, which is totally understandable, Mm -hmm. and to be paid so that they don't have to do a side job in between (laughs) to make ends meet because they haven't been paid to match inflation, which most of us haven't. But at least they've got the union that's helping them saying, this is not okay.
0: Yeah, that's the only reason why a strike is happening, because a union has the workers' backs. Mm-hmm. So many other systems of workers do not have representation right. for their corporations, like sales associates for Stores,
1: customer service of any kind, yeah, (laughs) yeah, customer
0: service people. They don't have representation, right? So unless you happen to work at a union that can open a division for customer service, good luck.
1: Right? Yeah, good luck getting any of them to open. (laughs) Right?
0: But there are unions out there for more than just entertainment industry Mm -hmm. people. Like we we've been seeing different strikes go on this year. Like Mm -hmm. you were saying, it's a strike season. Yeah. Just because, like I've been saying, the culture is changing. The workers are making their voices heard now. Mm -hmm. And we're learning to live on less for the short term so that we can ask for more. Right.
1: Yeah, I think people are understanding that, I mean, there's been many people who've shown that what they paid for in 2018-2019 is now almost 3 times as much a few years later yet a lot of people still don't have work cuz they're either struggling getting their field back together after the pandemic or they're not getting paid cuz most companies like oh we we took a big hit during the pandemic so we can't pay more than minimum wage well minimum wage is what 925
0: uh, I Nine, think it was still seven. Seven, like... oh,
1: okay. I know, in, I know, it's different in different states. But could you imagine seven? Let's say seven fifty an hour. Yeah. That, that's not livable. That's not even no, a meal at McDonald's. It, it really isn't. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, that's why government wage now is fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the servers only make a little over two dollars because tips is supposed to be how they make their living wage and it isn't because people don't tip like they used to
1: well yeah they yeah they can't
0: yeah they can't tip like they used to because people aren't getting paid like they should
1: plus people don't tip in cash as much and anything you tip on a card gets gets taxed.
0: taxed right yep so that's even more out of the worker's pocket at the end of the year so It really doesn't pay to be a server anymore. So restaurants taking a huge hit. So many different industries are taking a hit because people can't afford to work there. Right. Because they, quote unquote, can't afford to pay their workers more. Right. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Mom and pop shops, I can understand that. Right. More corporate things get real.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because what was it? There was a company in Washington, I think, where this was a couple of years ago, that changed everybody's salary to like a minimum of 75000 a year.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, the salaried workers, all of them. I don't know if it was that high, but they were a very livable wage. Yeah, like Everybody got to be that very nice salary. Just because the CEO, mm-hmm. the guy that runs it, agreed that he didn't need to make that much either. Mm -hmm. So it's really going to take those people at the top, recognizing that, yeah, I don't need to make that much money, Mm -hmm. and being generous enough to be like, okay, reallocate that to... To the people. Right. Yep. It's got to be that singular mindset that I want to help everyone around me Because I don't need everything that I've got.
1: Right. Or just, I don't need to be greedy. Like, I don't need this much
0: money. This whole competition of who's got the most money needs to end. Yeah. It really does. It's hurting so many people.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I don't even know why they do it just because
1: bragging rights it's it's the only thing i can think of like look at all the things i have like i used to think about like oh i want this car this car this car i was like oh i need like a 10 car garage because i want all these cars and now i'm going it's a lot of maintenance yeah it's a lot of space i want (laughs) them to look at sure but guess what i can go to a museum and look at them
0: (laughs) yeah because we didn't follow the science track of our society progressing on we chose the capitalistic or economic track we're getting mad capitalists instead mm. of mad scientists who are just like, what can I do mm, with my money? Yeah. What can I do with my money?
1: Nothing good, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Like, I
0: don't really care if it's for the common good. Right. I just want to see what I can do with it. Yeah. What you could do with it would easily take care of a ton of people's problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it could end hunger in America. Feed everybody.
1: Yeah. Easily. 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 Yep. No more hungry people. From like, what, maybe 10 people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, the, it, it'd be a drop in the bucket for like 10 people to just end hunger.
1: They have the power, and that's what it is. It's power hungry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's the whole thing from like Mad Max with um and Joe. He's this guy that holds on to all the water mm-hmm. because Australia has run dry, mm. right? So he stays in his tower area, holding on to all the water. People are dying down below, begging for water. He just holds on to it because he can.
1: Wow. That's awful.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this episode is kind of dark because the future for this is kind of bleak just because we're seeing the dark side of a lot of the executives. Right. They could end this...
1: They could have ended on day one. Yeah. They could have.
0: Like, they know what they could actually afford, but -hmm. they just don't want to give it up because I think they're still trying to get back to the point of what they were like before the pandemic.
1: Right. And I understand that everybody wants to get there. Everybody wants to be pre-pandemic. I know, like, in 2018, 2019, like, man, I wish we could, you know afford things a little bit better i wish things were you know better we could do this that and the other then 2020 hits and we're like now we can't do anything right and then you know as the years go on covid's still here and now here it is 2023 we're like I would do anything. It's kind of like when you look at old high school photos, you're like, gosh, I wish I was that fat. When I thought I was fat, <laughs> you know? You're like, I was a size 2 and I thought I was a hippo. I want to be that fat again. <laughs> you know? I want 2019 back. I want I want 2018 back. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: mean, we thought it was <laughs> bad and then we got hard shoved into what was really bad.
1: What is that? A kidney shot?
0: <laughs> Pretty much sucker punch. Yeah. Just
1: bop. Real
0: good. <laughs> yeah, just Shoved right into the next.
1: And you would think that would have been a dose of reality to where people would be better. No, it just made everything worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we tried. I I see. I see what the pandemic was trying to do. Like, let's band together and let's be. Yeah. I mean,
0: I did really enjoy it that first few months when like people weren't driving and the weather. Oh, okay, going was, to work was great. The weather was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like all the air had cleared up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was just really nice that year.
1: It was really nice that year, but I also still had to go to work because I have this essential. Yeah, yeah,
0: essential.
1: I don't feel essential now. <laughs>
0: I, I always thought of that as just the PC word for expendable.
1: I mean, pretty much when you look at the people that were left over, aside from, you know, your first responders, you had grocery store attendees, which they've always said, you know, you're dropping a bucket. You know, those are the people making minimum wage, but yet they had to work through the pandemic and risk their lives. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, I think
0: that's actually what really triggered all of this. I think so, too. Is that people saw their actual worth Mm -hmm. during the pandemic and they're like, yeah, we're not really... up for putting up with that anymore we're kind of tired right physically mentally emotionally all All, of the 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 above (laughs) yeah like all the ways you can be tired we are um
1: existentially
0: (laughs) so yeah it doesn't really matter how many thank yous we get for the work you're doing if we can't afford To feed ourselves, to take care of ourselves, take care of our mental health, which is a priority now.
1: Yeah, thank goodness. (laughs) Uh, I'm just saying, this this realization of people's mental health makes me so happy. And I know it's like, oh, but everyone's using it as a crutch. It's like, no, no, no. People have been ignoring it for so long. It is a crutch. Like, we have to acknowledge it. We have to say... Everyone has got this mental health struggle because we've shoved it so far down for so long. Yeah. We've got to bring it back up. It's gonna hurt, (laughs) you know, like, it just has to.
0: I mean, years and years of substance
1: abuse will do that. (laughs) Exactly. And just think this is like a mental substance abuse. We've been neglecting it for so long Mm -hmm. that we're having to
0: get things reeled back in. It's kind of grown wild. Yeah. Like a lot of weeds.
1: Weeds means bugs. Yeah. I don't like bugs. Yeah, a lot of glitches. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I got those. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So as we take care of our mental health, things Mm -hmm. will actually start feeling normal, start looking normal, and we'll be able to have more civilized conversation.
1: (laughs) Yay! Yeah, we won't be
0: at each other's throats as much, maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully.
1: Well, I think that's part of it, too. Like you said, with the pandemic bringing everyone's realization of their worth. But then during the time where people were laid off, they were really focusing on their mental health, what they like to do, what they want to do, probably going through all those dark things in their mind to where everything cleared up and they went. Why am I doing that? Yeah. Why am I okay with that? Yeah,
0: I think during that time that everyone had to themselves, they did a bit of mental gardening, mm-hmm. as I guess I'll. I co- like that gonna, mental I'm, garden. I like I, it. I don't know if it's been coined before, but if it hasn't, I'm gonna it's coin coined it.
1: now. Mental gardening,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just to get the weeds out of your head, mm-hmm. really see what is important to you, mm-hmm. find the flowers. Okay. Oh,
1: I like it.
0: <laughs> chapter one.
1: Oh, I love this. Find the flowers,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's chapter two. Chapter one is prune the weeds. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. I like. I like it. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're finding out the things that you don't need anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. You're cult- valuing cult- the things you have. Yeah, valuing
0: the things you have, cultivating those, and seeing just how your garden works.
1: Right. Because some may leafy green gardens. There's
0: probably probably four. Since there's always four. There's four types.
1: Oh, four oh types I of see gardens. what you're saying. Like, okay, there's, yeah. like
0: a, there's like an herb garden.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Practical people. <laughs> there's a
0: flower garden. That's probably me. <laughs> there's the vegetable garden. Mm-hmm. And then there's like an orchard.
1: <laughs> I could see that. I'm sure some people are vineyards, but that's a whole different... <laughs> well,
0: I mean, that, that's still kind of like fruit. I mean I put that in the realm with orchards, mm, okay. just because they're perennial things that keep coming back mm-hmm. that they turn into something else. Vegetable gardens always have to be cultivated year after year. They don't they don't grow back vegetables unless you replant, right?
1: You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> as, far,
0: as far as I know, not many vegetables are perennial plants.
1: Right. Um, well, if you let them die there and rot, their seeds will plant themselves. But I guess so. <laughs> that's how I would do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be a wild like pumpkin patch, I guess.
1: Man, those things go crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, the herb gardens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're smaller, but they're very well kept, and they're very useful. And flower gardens are very showy.
1: Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I, no purpose i just it's pretty <laughs> but, but also
0: useful for pollinating
1: that makes sense though because yeah like it helps others because you, you you gotta have the the pollinators uh that's why honeybees are so important yeah that that's
0: where everything starts
1: yeah So those who give in to others are probably the flower gardens. Yeah,
0: I know it's kind of a roundabout metaphor for the whole I like it, though. I like
1: it. Pick your flower garden. Pick pick your garden. What is your garden? Um,
0: (laughs) But I believe everyone is finally cultivating their mind gardens. Mm -hmm. They're wanting to have the money from their jobs. And because we are focused on geeky culture mm-hmm. and the entertainment industry is a big part of that right making them wide circle back
1: <laughs> oh there you go a long road back i know <laughs> this is <was> the forest
0: <laughs> yeah that's what happens when you follow me
1: i i know you you'll you just take, keep walking you take
0: the scenic route
1: see at least with me i'll usually turn back and end up where i started accidentally but <laughs> we'll get there um. <laughs> we're Finally, I think
0: understanding both sides of this, Mm -hmm. whether it's good on both sides, is very clear as well. (laughs) I think
1: we're definitely... Somebody has definitely pulled the curtain from Oz and we see the man operating. Yeah. We're like,
0: oh, oh. So it's really just a matter of time before one side gives in to the other.
1: Right. And I think they will. I think they're just being stubborn because they're like, oh they've been out for a long time and now that the writers are back they're gonna wanna they're gonna want to start working and the writers are like no you you backed us we'll back you yeah we'll you know we understand stay strong i mean that's really what it is and i i truly believe that sag is holding on to their gaming union as like a don't make us do this because we will We will absolutely do this and have them strike as well. Then you've got all these wonderful writers, but no one to do it. Right. No one to do it.
0: And all of their content that they are writing Mm -hmm. is going to those companies, those production companies that are are following what we're asking for right now. I
1: kind of hope that this leads to a smaller production company getting the revenue they need. To start competing with these bigger companies and, dare I say, knock them down a peg. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I feel like this will probably be a restructuring of the studio hierarchy mm-hmm. um, who's really at the top here. I don't think we'll see like the likes of Disney or Universal, any of those ones, go away because they have diversified enough that their parks right keep them afloat they have enough mm-hmm. other things that will keep them going but the companies that are strictly movies tv they are going to take a hit
1: mm-hmm. and they
0: are going to fall down a little bit where we'll see probably some of the more indie studios coming up
1: i would love to see actors Creating production studios. you know Ryan Reynolds has one?
0: Yeah, quite a few of them do.
1: Jensen Ackles does. Him and uh, Daniil, they have one. Donald Glover? Yes. I think he's got his own as well. Okay. So what I would love to see is these actors going, fine, we won't act for you. I'm creating with my A-lister money, my own production company. I'm going to hire SAG actors who need work. Yeah. I'm going to hire these WGA writers who need work. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to create a production company that's going to build up more and more and more. And because we've watched you long enough do your thing, we're going to also spread our wings and latch on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure the people that still have the money are going to be holding on to what they have Mm -hmm. as hard as they can. But those that still have their money but haven't really, quote unquote, sold their soul yet, Mm -hmm. they're seeing that they can... Still make money, still do what they love doing, mm-hmm. still do what they love doing with people they love doing it with. Right. And taking care of those people. Yep. Because they understood the structure. Yep. They don't need to make as much as those other guys did because it's pretty thin up there.
1: Yep, it is. And they... it's hard to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Well, don't worry, they're gonna start tumbling down, I'm sure. Maybe not all the way down, like you said. I don't think they're gonna I don't think we're gonna lose Disney, we're not gonna lose Universal or even Paramount, I don't think we're going to lose. I, I think they're definitely gonna come down to where if they don't negotiate soon and come to a deal to start working again, these smaller companies and these actors are gonna bring their production companies up and up and up. So the revenue is gonna be spread thinner anyway. So now they're gonna have to pay more. Because they've made the deal so they can finally start working again. But now there's eight or so other companies that have just risen out of nowhere. Because guess what? They were the only ones working during the strike.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're going to (laughs) start losing people to other companies Mm -hmm. that are actually paying their people what they're worth. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they're going to slow down on production. They're not going to be able to make as many things.
1: They've already made a lot of bad blood. So who knows how many people are going to really be behind them anymore.
0: Yeah. So... It'll be interesting to see where the future goes. Um, I know it's going to be a lot of hardship for a minute, but in the long term, I think we'll come out on top.
1: I think we will. I mean, I'm I'm really happy that the writer strike has ended. Shows, you know, like late night talk shows are coming back. We've got that, and it shows that there is progress happening. But the fact that they're stalling so hard on the actors where it's like, okay, you've got the beginning of the step going here. But at this point, unless you've got someone to act it out, you're just writing books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's <laughs> it. Much. So and guess what? If you can't get those pilots lit, then those people may take it back and go, okay, fine. I'm going to go publish my own book and become a best-selling author yeah. instead of a writer for a TV
0: show. You yeah, know? They'll, like, they'll figure out how to get it produced. Don't yeah. worry.
1: Oh, Yeah. If, yeah. you, if you like something enough, you will get it done. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's where we're at with the strike right now. Mm-hmm. Come back next week when we'll
1: be talking about more about the strike. Hopefully they'll continue conversations and we'll have some good news. But yeah, I mean, it's really up
0: in the air right now just because of how things are. Unfortunately, that doesn't leave us a lot to entice you with from <laughs> week to week. We just have to be like... Come back next week because hopefully something will have happened.
1: Mind gardens. Mind <laughs> gardens. Yeah,
0: yeah. Take the time right now to cultivate your mind garden. Use the week, weekend, however you're listening to this, however much time you have between this and the next episode, to prune some weeds in your uh, mind garden.
1: Find yourself worth. Are you flowers? Are you herbs, vegetables, or orchards?
0: It, is there a hidden fruiting tree somewhere deep in your psyche? Ooh.
1: That you just need to blossom and let it grow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Deep metaphors this week.
1: I like it. And I don't even like plants that much.
0: (laughs) Maybe maybe that's the fourth garden. The one that doesn't work.
1: (laughs) The garden that's going, please water me. Look
0: upon my garden and see that it is barren.
1: Actually, no, my garden would be just like cactuses. (laughs) I feed them every like once once every three months (laughs) cactuses and succulents it's very low maintenance and also very prickly (laughs) there you go that works (laughs) that's the CEOs
0: (laughs) (laughs) come back next week we'll be uh, grading your we'll be grading your mind gardens from afar
1: Well, we'll probably come up with more like legit so you can determine which mine garden it fits best
0: yeah. i like this yeah but we legit came up with this off- just now so yeah. so
1: so <laughs> what happens when 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 you got bad news yeah. about the strike it's like we gotta come up with something fun yeah
0: so we're all cultivating our mind gardens in some way giving it what it needs each garden needs its own thing find out what yours needed needs needs Needed. want. Tense <laughs> is weird when you're not sure when somebody is listening to something. <laughs> Until you hear from us again, we are Geeky, Geeky Dinks. Dinks.